It is what it is. She said, wait a few years. Girl, I am 30. <laughs> we said our bodies are changing. We're we going to get into, oh, hold that thought. Because <laughs> we're going to get into that. That is redistributing. Welcome back to another episode of The Welcome Least Favorite. I am Natalie. I'm Tony. Yes, and we have a very... This is going to be a very reflective episode. Every episode is reflective, but this is really on us, right? So let's start with the word from the bowl. What's we'll happening from mix the bowl? It up, mix it up. Why is there a purple one in here? I don't know. It just didn't match with the other. Okay, gotcha. It matched more with topic for the bowl. Okay, I want it good. Juicy, juicy. Who knows? All right, let's see. I do not remember. We wrote a lot, though. We covered for a while. Good, good. Okay. What's your favorite dessert? Oh, this is easy. Okay. Mm, is it easy, though? <laughs> I have to. Um, I love that we're talking about dessert for the next topic. Um, my favorite dessert is apple pie mm. with vanilla ice cream. But mm. it's also tres leche. I love tres leche. It might be the tres leche, actually. How about you? Anything sweet, but you know, like my menu is not that long because I can't have milk and eggs. So I don't yeah, eat Tony's allergic to milk and eggs. No, she's not lactose intolerant. Thank you. She's because just allergic you know to what? milk and eggs. You know what? I appreciate you. No, because yo, I'm tired of people you. asking you that. Qu- this I'm is tired. my life. This is my life. Yo, every time Tony says I'm allergic just to so milk and eggs, no, there is a significant difference between being completely allergic to milk and having the shits when you drink milk. You just get lactate milk. Right. That's it. You can't even have lactate milk. Right. I, I just should not drink milk at all. But right. anyway, let me think. I don't know anything sweet. Like, I mean, you said when we were younger, you used to have the sorbet ice cream. You yeah, like yeah, it? yeah. I still like those. I know. I still I never still had like that. Those. Still never had it. Because I never had ice cream. <laughs> so it's like. So what? That's what? not real ice cream? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. That's like a fruit. Old whatever. And this whole what? vegan. For old people. Sorbet is for old people. See? You know what, yeah. In this vegan, what were you going to say? In this, in this vegan. new vegan movement world <laughs> that we live in, you mean to right. tell me you still haven't Mm-mm. tried? All right, give me a flavor. I'm going to try it soon. Give me, a, like, your favorite no, flavor. No, but now now the flavors have gone above and beyond. Oh, really? They have cookies and cream and all There's that. There's variety. <laughs> no, because before it was just, like, fruity shit. Raspberry. That's what, yeah. That's a lot of people not interested in that. But now they have vegan cookies and cream. Okay. So I'll try. So I'll be fucking with that. It's the same shit. I'll try. It's the same shit. It's and it's shit. no, but it is the same because what I have noticed is that as I'm getting older, I cannot fuck with a lot of shit no more, dairy wise. So a vegan ice cream might not be a terrible option for me. Mm-hmm. I've had mm-hmm. vegan milkshakes before and delicious, and there you don't you feel no pain or nothing. Like you just good. <laughs> You know what I'm the cramping be crazy. I don't know, but you know what? Good Even what I realized recently, I cannot eat pizza no more. Cause pizza fucks with my stomach. OD now. The gas, and I know this isn't like the sexiest thing. To, it's not the sexiest thing to talk about, but it's real. Like the gas be crazy. What are you making that face for? You act like you didn't fart like two seconds ago. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about. He that. farted two seconds ago. I didn't hear it. For his business on black. No, I was just saying. Oh, I was just like, okay. you know, like everyone first. I wasn't saying. No, like, yeah. right, but remember, what do you, you think? You don't remember you bought vegan Ben and Jerry's one time? I did. Or like it was like non, it was weird. On purpose? Shit. Like just to try that shit to be like healthier. That shit was and you disgusting. Li- was, um, did I like it? it? Hell no. Because I, I love flavor Chunky Monkey. What flavor was it though? Chunky Monkey. We got the, the, the Chunky Monkey version. Oh, mm. but you can't it was pick bad. the ones that's like equipped, you know. Honestly, yeah. Whatever. Because when you go to, all right, 
I don't know what we're talking about. But when you go to, um, like, those frozen yogurt places, they have, like, the vegan yogurt. And that shit is mad good. It's, like, it's still cold and creamy. And, like, I don't really notice the difference. I'm just saying. I guess you're right. You, you don't really notice one, right? the difference. Okay. Cold and creamy? Why? That is not but, sexual. So the vegan one is not cold? <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> I'm just still trying to relate it to regular ice yeah, cream. Yeah, it be like, melted. You know, be, the vegan sorbet be mad. Yo, fuck liquidy. both of y'all. I was trying to make... I'm on your side. <laughs> He's the one shitting on it. You know what? We moving on. Next fucking topic. Sure. We got time for this. <laughs> y'all annoying. Um, He's setting yourself up. He's I don't. I really don't. Okay. Okay. Cold and creamy. <clears throat> Speaking of eating and desserts, <laughs> which I need to stop eating because, all right, so I wanted to talk about she this went with for you. The <laughs> and I was like, mm, extra calories, maybe not. Um, all right. The other day I was cleaning out my closet and I threw out like six bags of clothes. Why? Because I wanted to just reorganize. Like I told you, I'm trying to change my style up. I want to get new clothes. But then also I realized I was holding on to clothes that I knew I wasn't going to fit into again. Like, I was just like, why am I holding on to a pair of jeans that have not gone past my thighs in two years? Damn. What am I really holding on to this for? Skirts that were way too short because at one time I had maybe, like, skinnier hips or, like, you know, a smaller butt mm-hmm. so it wasn't going up as much. It's over for that now. <laughs> a lot of the crop... Ain't no crop tops in my closet no more, bitch. I got rid of all those shits. It's it's a dub. Like I'm like you saw last the last episode. I had the flowy shirt. It's all about the flowy clothing now. Like Can't even this dress I... is snug. So it's like she be sharing on herself. No, it's not even that. Somebody told me they were like, "You so you like too hard on yourself. Yeah. Your body's fine." And I get that, but I want to talk specifically. The reason why I am hard on myself is because I think I have an issue with letting go of how I used to look. Because I just got this body now. Like, I feel like when I was 28, I was still pretty slim. The the clothes that I had thrown out was fitting me before. Listen. My body wasn't as. kick in. The 30 body. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you. <laughs> Don't nobody tell you that part. Yo. They talk about it. But let me tell you. What? I'm drinking for the that. The lifestyle changes. That a bitch has had to me. Oh, we got to talk about it. I'm just like. Look at your birthday outfit from 30 to 31. Oh Which mean, from God. 30 to 31? Your, your 31st birthday outfit compared to your 30th birthday outfit. No, well, my crazy. 30th birthday outfit was all right. It was revealing, but it was good. But I'm saying like my 28 year old outfit, I'm not wearing that shit now because no. it don't fit. It doesn't fit. It's too tight. <laughs> and I, my thing is just like, again, letting that image go. And I, I got a little sad. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, damn, like these are all clothes that I felt like, okay, eventually I'll fit into this again. I'll work out. I'll lose the weight. I'm working out. I'm not losing the weight. <laughs> And it's just like, I am trying to just embrace this new body, but it has been difficult. And nobody talks about that. Yeah. I wasn't warned. I was more warned, like they say, when you have kids, oh, your body changes. I was changes. just thinking, I'm like, we're going to talk about that shit, girl. Let me tell you. No, okay? go ahead. Talk your shit. So I didn't realize how small I was, like, before I had Cairo. Like, jeans-wise and all that. Like, yeah. size like size four to six jeans. Wow. All the shit. I was like, right, right. Even the shirts. Like, I, had, I always had titties, but I, it wasn't that crazy. And then... I lost, after I had Cairo, I was even smaller than what I was before I was pregnant. Then with Kion, oh, 
God bless. I don't know where, who she is. She's a different woman Your now. Thickums? But you see, to me, and I think we be our worst critics, because you look, to me, this is your pre-baby body. Is it not? No. You never look big to me. But you, just but you see, see yeah, right, yeah, but yeah. you see yourself So let me put numbers. Let me yeah. put numbers. Okay. Pre-Cairo, pre-Cairo, that's my first. I was like 140. After Cairo, 130s. Okay. 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 Right. After Kion, <laughs> I went as high as like 175, 180. Really? Yes. And now it's like a 140, 150. Okay. Mostly 150-ish. Okay. But still, that's like, it's a big, you know, difference. So how does that make you feel? I mean, honestly, I loved myself. When I was pregnant, I'd be talking shit, but I felt good in my pregnant body. And I had a really good pregnancy, so I was blessed that I wasn't like, you know, I, I have friends that they get the hyperpigmentation. Mm. They get dark, like literally black mm. neck. Black How neck. does that, can we talk about that? How does that happen? Why does that no, happen? No, it just it happens. happens. It's just oh, okay. it's hormones. Okay. It's just everything's out of whack and it just happens. Mm-hmm. Some people get back to their how their skin was, but some people don't. Mm. So it was just, I didn't have any of that. Like, even my stretch marks are, like, very minimal. Yeah. Like, it's not crazy. Like, right. you know, it's something I could live with. So, I mean, I don't want to complain because right. people got it crazy. Like, people got it worse than me. But but it was a transition. Like, I, I want to say it took up until Kion is two. So it took probably up until, like, he was, like, after he turned one, when I finally was like, damn, bitch, you ain't never going for that shit. Throw it out. Throw it the fuck out. Because mm-hmm. with Cairo, I was able to go back to my clothes. Mm-hmm. But with Kion, I just, I never mm-hmm. went back. I was just kind of. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, you really got to honestly, once in a while, you just got to be butt naked and stare at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? You look the fuck good, bitch. That's it. Yeah. That's it. No, yeah. You gotta I got to get it. real familiar. Like, I'm telling you, like. <clears throat> struggling she's struggling i'm I'm struggling struggling a little bit because it's just a new change and i just feel like i am being like hard on myself with it and um yeah i just my worry is too is like well i'm just trying to monitor it because i know people who don't even have kids and they're already like yeah and that's what i'm also trying to avoid too because you know if i decide if Mm -hmm. i decide down the line that i want kids i don't already want to be like 180 and then have a baby and then be like 250. Like, I don't know. I just think about shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, it's just a transition. But that's it. I wanted to get a man's perspective on this, though. How do you feel about your body changing now that you're into your late 30s, almost 40s? I don't think men think about it too much unless we try to go play like basketball or something. We try to play ourselves. <laughs> That's when it's like, yo. Yo, I've heard that a lot. When we go try to do something that we used to do easily, that's when we like, like, oh, nah, nah, we got to like. I was just talking about this shit the other day with my cousin. We was both asking each other, like, yo, when's the last one hit basketball? Like, bro, we got like one good game in us. (laughs) Like, one. That's it. Nah, that's a fact, though. Niggas really used to go hard. Like, I would be in the court. All for days. hours, they not going. They All pulling. Days. They pulling hours. shit now. They pulling a muscle. Now, now yeah. yo, if I go try to ball right now, yo, play like a game, I'm out of commission for like. It's over. It's I'm out of commission for like two days. I need days <laughs> off. Like I gotta go when I know have back to back days off so I can recover <laughs> in time for work. But you know what? That would even fuck with me too. Because now that you bring that up, mm. I think about how I work out now, right? So I started Orange Theory. If you don't know what Orange Theory yeah. is, it's like an hour long, like just cardio, straight up hit cardio, whatever. I am keeping up. 
I'm surpassing people in the class. Mm -hmm. And I'm heavier now. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I wasn't in shape like that. And you wasn't. You so sometimes we even up. get caught up with the number on yes. the scale. Like that means something. But Absolutely. it's like the way I was sprinting today, I'm like, yo, I could even even go faster mm -hmm. tomorrow when I go. And it's like that even fucks with me too. Because like, yo, I am going hard, but I just don't see the difference in my body. Mm -hmm. well, so it's just. There's being being like, so with, with sports is in game shape versus just being in shape. Like, you see professional athletes get hurt all the time. Mm -hmm. They're still an amazing physical. Like, their bodies look amazing. Mm -hmm. They go out on the quarter of the field and try to play, and they're fucking dying because mm -hmm. they're not in game shape. So even though your body may not be what it is, you've still been working out, so you're in game shape. Mm -hmm. So that's where the difference is. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's what happens why, like, someone like me who hasn't played in so long, if I try to play, it's like, fuck, I'm dying because yeah. I'm not in game shape. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah, whatever. Just... Give ourselves some grace, especially for me. I'm talking to me right now. Give myself some grace. I'll be fine. Give yourself some grace, Natalie. Yeah. But I'll men do fine. feel that. Like, when we try to, like, when you'll see, like, in movies, they always, like, the man is trying to go to a wedding or, like, his high school reunion. He tries to throw on a suit, and it's like, oh, it's shit. Yeah, yeah, like, around the midsection area. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shit happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Get a larger shirt. That's I'm it. not Bigger saying jacket. we shouldn't care about how we look because if how we look makes us a little bit more happy, then we should yeah. care. Oh, I'm always care. Right. I'm not but I'm caring. saying like you should definitely focus more as we're getting with age on how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And are you actually healthy? Because that's one thing I could say. I've never been too obsessed with the scale. Um, I've just been obsessed with like where the fat is. That's it. Like how it's distributed. Yeah, how's I've never been to yeah because at my prime, like Lehman, when I played softball, a bitch was heavy. I was heavy. I Were was you? Like, well, I was heavy, but it's because my legs. You had brolic ass. My legs. legs was crazy. Yeah. So I was actually like around this weight mm -hmm. when I was in co playing college softball, wow. but it was just completely different. Like my stomach was completely flat. I didn't have like this size boobs, but my legs was crazy. Your legs were crazy. So, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Muscle weighs right. more than that. We're going to get it. And I'm gonna also... going to get to it. We're going to get to it. And <laughs> also, what I did want to talk about is, real quick, I am going to get cool sculpting done. And I'm going to, like, document that. I've heard a lot of... A I'm going to get it done. You guys are going to be part of the journey. I don't care about talking about it. I don't give a fuck. I have no shame in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get it done on my <laughs> double chin <laughs> and my arms. Have you ever heard of the... Um, not to cut you off, though. Girl, I need to download the app. I be doing it. Guys, I be in the mirror. real quick, facial yoga is <laughs> a real. Thing. Okay, where's the spoon? Where's the where's spoon? the spoon? No, but I have the rolly thing. Yeah, you have it. I the forgot spoon. what it's called. I forgot to, but I be girl. I be in there. I be like. But do you feel like it's worked for you? Because I was good for like a couple weeks and then I stopped. I think no, no. See, that's the problem. You gotta be consistent every day. Every day with the. There's a woman on YouTube. I'm, we putting y'all on. There's a woman on YouTube. She's like Middle Eastern or something. And she says she started doing it in her 20s. She's 40. She her looks face, so good, right? And you could tell it's not surgery or Botox yes, or anything. Natural. natural, but it's plump. It's youthful. She has a gorgeous face. And she For attributes viewers, it to that. If you in your 20s, start the anti-aging Now. Syndrome. Take the collagen peptides now. Yes. Take the biotin now. Yes. Spend All that the money, things. honey, because it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference. So another tip, I went to my, when I went to Atlanta, I got a facial done. So she was telling me the glycolic acid, the wipes. Mm -hmm. Use those at night. The vitamin retinol, C, start getting the C, retinol. At least retinol. like a 0.1%. Do it a few times a week, not every day, because it gives you the flaky skin. What you said, the vitamin C. Serum. 
serum in the day because that protects you against mm-hmm. the pollution in the air. Yes. What else? Hello. Hyaluronic Sun acid. Sunblock. Sunblock, bitch. Let me... Yo. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all. I'm going to need y'all to stop thinking sunblock is only for Tanning the summer. The beach. Okay? But it's not even for the summer. It's you not. should be applying. Every day. Apply. 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 The sunscreen. Please. Okay. Please. Because that's your wrinkles right there. Y'all don't understand that the the sun is the sun no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even if it's winter and it's cold outside, the sun's UV rays are still just as strong as it is in the Talk summer. Talk about it. Talk about Put it. Put the fucking sunblock we about on. We're about to do a little beauty And don't neglect the neck. <laughs> yes. The neck and yes. the chest. The same way y'all put makeup on. Okay. Please apply. apply. And the hands, always. And just carry it with you because you need to keep reapplying throughout Thank the day. You. We needed a moment for that. We're going to have to do a beauty segment. <laughs> we need a okay? beauty segment. In today's beauty segment with Natalie and Tony. <laughs> a beauty tip. Are you wearing. Have you exfoliated? Alert. Yo, y'all don't be exfoliating. Y'all be looking washed, okay? <laughs> I'm chubby, but one thing about this face. It's clean. It's bitch. clear. It's, a clean, it's face. clean. Thank you. We doing what we got to do on Thank this you. side. Like, fuck okay. out of here. Anyway. That's a whole idea right there. We can do a beauty segment. <laughs> It's fine because it's gonna be gone in a month with the cool. All oh, right, so that's what I want to talk about the cool sculpting. Mm-hmm. If anyone's interested, we can talk about it real quick. Have you? What do you have? What have you heard about it? So, uh, what is the the fuck? I'm so embarrassed right now. Why? And I cannot think of her name, but her dad is famous. Girl. Run DMC's daughter. Run DMC. Run DMC. Angela Simmons. Angela Natalie's Sim- twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natalie. People. We're not going to talk about it. Go ahead. <laughs> so um, her sister, I don't think it was Angela. What was this? Vanessa's? Vanessa. Yeah. She got the cool scope thing oh, done. Oh, she did. And she advertised it and her results, bitch. Wait, where did she get it done, though? I don't know. I'm going to go on but her if page you look, Yes. If you see, because she, after her sister was like kind of, it came out a lot after like her sister did that nice picture that showed her natural hips because you know her sister's like gorgeous with hips so there was like this modeling pic that she took not really a modeling pic but she was just in a bathing suit and you see her satellite you see her so anyway long story short her sister started to put her body out there and how she has a significant amount of fat here she had a baby and she yeah and she's tried working out and it just doesn't work for Mm -hmm. her she's like i'm gonna do a cool sculpting Mm -hmm. her results amazing so good. So, yeah, I'm doing it because, again, my arms and even my face, I've always had a chubby face. Even when I'm my skinniest, my face is always is just genetic. Mm-hmm. My arms always have a lot of fat in my arms. I could lose weight everywhere and my arms still stay big, still stay big. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just fucking do this shit. Like, whatever. It's non-invasive. Nobody's cutting me open. I'm not under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. What they basically do is they take, like, so for my chin, for example, a small little, like, vacuum. And it, like, stays there, and it's, like, sucking the fat out, but not really. It's more so freezing it. Um, <clears throat> so it's, like, separating it and then freezing it. So you're there for, like, two hours. And then afterward, they massage it. But after, like, three to four weeks, you lose, like, 20% of the fat. And then if you go back again, you lose, like, another 20 25%. So you can lose up to 50 Girl, I don't even want to talk about the price. I am on a payment Off plan. camera. Off, Off camera. camera. We will discuss. DM me. We can talk about it more. <laughs> but um, I didn't. I want to do my stomach, but I'm, I just wanted to, like, do something smaller first. Right, right, right. Just to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to be recording my process. I'm going to put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I might insert it in one of the episodes here if you guys are interested. Um, because I've always, like, I'll go on YouTube and I try to see, like, results before and after. But not a lot of people have, like 
posted too much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so at least my video could be like something that people look at to help them. And um, yeah, I'm excited. So that's this Sunday, bitch. Five hours, eleven to five. Damn. No, six hours. Yeah. Damn. It's gonna be a process, but I'm excited. Okay. I'm I'm excited. Waiting for your videos. Oh god. All right, let's transition. <laughs> That was a lie. 20 minutes just on, just talking. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to talk really quickly about the story that I heard. I don't know the exact details, so Google it. But it was about the two girls that they went to the hospital for anxiety or something because they played with the Ouija board. Oh. And I don't know why. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so they gotta know the story. Okay, you really remember everything though? Like, no, no, no. Maybe I forgot (laughs) about me. It was about me. Okay, when we played it. All right, so we were. I remember when we played. We were like maybe twelve years old. Yeah, we were like twelve. We went to a friend's house. We were still in elementary school. We went to a friend's house for her birthday. Maybe no, we weren't thirteen. This is how I know. Ah, so Ah. it was her birthday. We went. We don't gotta say her name. Irrelevant. All right. (laughs) Jesus. Um, we played. We bring out the Ouija, the Ouija board, and I remember at the time I was. This is this whole episode is so related because at the time I was very skinny, like I had nobody, no boobs, nothing, and so it was always like this myth or something that people would say that once you get your period, that's when your body starts to come. You get Change. bigger boobs. Yeah, yeah, you become a woman. So I remember beasting for my period, like beasting. And I wanted it, like, it so badly. Yeah. So I remember we whip out the Ouija board and I asked it, when am I going to get my period? And the, the fucking needle moves and it spells out never. And I fucking lost my shit. I started crying. It was bad, dramatic. It was so dramatic. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never getting my period. Blah, blah. Now look at me. <laughs> You're so stupid. You're stupid. Mad hips for no reason. Like, and so I don't know why I thought about that, but in general, I wanted to take it off of that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about like, how did you feel when we started playing with the Ouija board? Because for me, before we even asked it a question and I saw that they had it, I was like, oh, this goes against. Like, we're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Like, something bad is going to happen to us because yeah, of the way yeah. we were raised. Like, we were always raised like, that's bad. Yeah. Even going to, like, Santeros and stuff or having a tarot reading, mm-hmm. that's, like, considered bad, Yeah, too. we would stay away because we were, like, mm-hmm. taught, like, Catholicism from young, so. Yeah, so it's like, mm-hmm. how did you feel when we were playing it? Were I you mean, thinking about it that deeply? I was deeply? fine. Um... Because I'm like, I'm not the only one sitting here. Like, right, so I ain't by myself. Go. We all was in Catholic school together. So I was like, if I go down, all these bitches going down with me. So I was fine. Yeah. But. Um, Would you let your kids play it now? It's just weird. Like, for me, I still think it's like a weird energy. You know what I mean? It is. It is weird. But, I mean, I'll see when I get there, girl. Did you play know. things like that, Anthony? Is that like super girly? Is that girly? Nah, I mean I remember when like the commercial first came out for Ouija boards and like I used to, I was like, oh cool, let's see what it is. I never saw a commercial for Ouija boards. Yeah, like commercial about it, like kind of moving. Was it dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was just like, you know, I don't be believing in that Mm -hmm. nonsense. So I was just like, I think I tried like maybe once as a kid and it did nothing. I don't know with (laughs) with my kid. If I have kids, I don't want none of that shit in the house. But I don't feel the same way about like the um. 
like the Santeros and stuff. Because I feel like the more I've learned about it, or even like the tarot readings, like we've had Angie here do the tarot cards. Mm. She's doing it in alignment with God and spirituality. So I don't really think it's as bad as like they make it seem. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, That's just me. You already know. I'm just going to say all that shit is bullshit anyway. So oh God. I don't believe none of that. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. I saw a post recently, mm-hmm. though, that some girl that she um, threw away all her tarot cards. And she said that she found it to be like a barrier between her and God. That she came to realize that she feels like it was distracting her mm-hmm. between her relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like I she agree. felt like she was just relying, <clears throat> like idolizing, <clears throat> living off of what <clears throat> those meant. I'm going to tell a story, know. and I hope that my mom is okay with me saying it. <laughs> um, because when I, we were younger, and I know people now that do it too. When we were younger, my sister and I, mostly with my sister, my mother had like the saints like the altar for the saints or whatever. And she used to pray to the saints. And like, you know how you offer things to the saints that they like. Um, and like one time there was a saint, I think it was San Miguel. I'm not sure, but basically his offering or the, whatever the saint was, the offering was like alcohol and like cigarettes or a cigar or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, whatever. One time my sister was little and my mom, all of a sudden she's like, gets possessed by the saint grabs the alcohol, drinks the whole thing, like drinks the whole bottle of alcohol and starts smoking a cigarette. And her voice was a man's voice. And so she's talking to my sister and my sister's a little girl. And she's like, mommy, like what? But like my mom's out, like she's not there. The saint is there. Oh no. So, you know, eventually my mother wakes up out of it. Doesn't remember anything. Wasn't drunk from the alcohol that she had just chugged. And after that, my mother was like, yo, fuck this. Like, I'm not doing this shit no more. Got rid of all the saints and just started, like, you know, focusing on God again and praying more and going to church more. But I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but you just reminded me of that. When you, like, break apart from those things, like, there's repercussions for that, too. Like, you can't just make a clean break either. Like, my father started getting really bad night terrors every night. And, like, little things were happening that my mother was like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, a consequence to, like, from not following this anymore. Mm-hmm. And she just had to keep, like, praying and going to church to kind of, like, cleanse it and get rid of it. But that's why I try not to get too deep into shit like that because I even went to a santo party and it was just like that. The guy was getting possessed by the saints and they were visiting us and talking and saying a lot of things. And they, it was real shit. Like, the personal shit that they knew is, like, this guy doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. How the fuck does he know that? Like, you come here and then you just start talking and saying all my business in front of everybody. You know shit. Like, this is real. So it's like shit like that. I went. It was a cool experience. But, like, I can't really fuck with that shit ever again. So that's why I just would rather stay away from all that and not even, like. I went through, like, this whole phase with crystals. And I still love crystals. And I love to have them. Um, and I still think they're, like, a good form of energy. But. I w- I've been I started listening to Christian music mm-hmm. <laughs> because Christian music is lit right now. It's Let good. me tell you. No, 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 it's good. What? Mm-hmm. It's lit. But anyway, there's this one I can't think of what the what the actual like line was in the lyrics, but he says like he's mentioning that you guys be trying to you know, idolize crystals too and doing crystal work, but that's not God. Mm-hmm. Like that's not God. Like you're doing all this you know, santo yeah. stuff too and that's not God. Like that's not, not God. So I don't know. And I think that's I another like, thing too, like <clears throat> they get into like the baños and shit. You ever heard of that? Yeah. I'll like take you gotta it. do a whole yeah, I've mm-hmm. done one too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 
even like to, to cleanse a negative energy or like don't post this because you're going to have negative energy or uh, they were even telling me to take pictures with glasses on because people were looking into my eyes. Mm. They were giving me bad energy. For me, I feel like I just, if you would just believe in God and maybe this is ignorant. I don't know. But for me, if I just believe in God, I'm good. Like, I don't feel like I feel any negative vibes or bad things don't happen to me because I don't wear sunglasses in my pictures mm-hmm. or because I post whatever I'm doing. Like, if you believe in God, you're good. That's how I see it. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to live, but, like, I'm chilling. I'm, like, like in, I'm like in a transitioning period right now. With that? Yeah. Like, I feel like I, like, of course, I still, like, pray to him, but I feel like I'm still, like, building my relationship with him mm. right now again. Because I've had phases that I'm like, ghost. Really? Ghost. Like, I won't pray, I won't whatever. But then mm-hmm. now it's like, um, like I oh, when I journal, I'd be dedicating it like that. Like, dear God, like, mm-hmm. or whatever. Praying mm-hmm. in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Isn't so that funny, helpful. though? Because you were in the church, heavy. And so, I don't know. I would just think that you would be like on it yeah yeah <laughs> like, i don't know but it's just once i stopped going it just was lost yeah. you know and you gotta re and i miss the like the relationship i do i do so i know i just have to mm-hmm. like find it again yeah mm-hmm. i feel like i be having to remind myself of that too i read a book called god space though and in the book the lady was saying how like you don't have to go to church to pray and yeah. you don't even have to dedicate an hour of your day to pray like you could be brushing your teeth and talking to god Mm -hmm. or thinking about god Mm -hmm. you could be eating and like have him cross your mind like fit him into what you are what you are already doing and then you don't gotta make it it doesn't have to be like this big event yeah every Mm -hmm. time you pray where you gotta get on your knees and like no just fucking Mm -hmm. i've never prayed on my bedside like you know how they have the pictures like i just be chilling talking to god regular one of the biggest scams in the world is church okay no, because oh you church. Church, church, yeah. He I was gonna church. say not God. Church, no, you don't I, need yeah. a. You don't need to go to church to Mm-mm. be a believer in yeah. whatever you believe in. That's the, one of the I biggest. I think scams. it's just. I think it just depends, like how you practice, or how you don't practice. Like if you're fulfilled with just speaking to him when you're lying in bed before you go to sleep, so be it. But if you feel fulfilled singing hymns and you feel fulfilled in that way, then do it. But, like, it just depends. Like, you know, like... Everybody's style is different. Mm -hmm. I think people are always, like, intimidated... We had a real conversation. Mm -hmm. I think people be, like, intimidated about, like, how they have to come... Like, you have to come correct to talk to God. But I don't see it that way. Not that you, like praying in a disrespectful way, Mm -hmm. but, like, if you know that God knows you and you, he knows your heart, and you don't have any ill intent, why can't you just make it a casual thing? Yeah. Like, why does it have to be this big? Ain't no secrets. That's what I'm saying. There's no secrets. It could be like you're talking to your friend or a family member. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to. People just feel like they have to be perfect to present themselves in front of him. Yeah, no. No. Because mm-hmm. we're not perfect, and he knows that. So it's like. The type of time I'm on is that, like, when I speak to myself, I'm speaking to God. Right. Because in my thing, I just feel like he lives like within all of us yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's very prominent or not, he's That's there. How I see it too. And it's just like awakening that part of yourself. So anytime that I'm like, you know, really in deep in thought, I'm like, yo, what's what's going on, in my man's like, what's good? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what do you need what's to do? <laughs> like, just let me know. Give me something, bro, because I'm not getting it. I'm not getting yeah, it. Yeah, right. and I was talking about this. I was talking about this uh-huh. with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, like, don't you feel like... Like, for me, I feel like God lives in me. Mm-hmm. So 
I can't do anything or I can't ask for like I have to talk to God. I can't just like attribute everything that I get to me and my hard work. But it's like, but you are the one doing it. So it is just you. And it's like, but I don't, can't see it that way. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I see it like, yeah, I put in the hard work and mm-hmm. God is blessing me with mm-hmm. the hard work that I've done. Yeah, yeah. Do you see it that way too? Or do you feel like, so, no, it's just my hard work that gets it done and that's it? I've always feel felt like my actions, like um, he, that he has some sort of plan. Mm-hmm. And it can change. Yeah. And it can change. That's how I feel. I feel like there's lessons that he knows that I need to learn. There's steps that I need to take to learn those lessons. And it adapts and changes every day in what I do. So what I feel like is like if I'm not on the right type of time right now, something happens to me, positive or negative, for me to realize. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel. Like it's kind of like, like he's push and shove, you. push and shove yeah. type of thing. Like yeah. a, I don't know. Yeah. People need mm-hmm. a quote unquote God to believe in something because they don't believe in themselves to get it. So they can do all the work and they can achieve all these things, but they don't have enough belief that they're doing this. So it has to be another something else that really made it happen mm-hmm. for them. So the lack, the lack of belief in themselves <laughs> is why they're so driven to a supernatural being yeah. to believe in. And that must be the reason why I'm successful. And it's not me. I get no, you. I you know I get you, but I believe it's twofold. Like, I just, I guess the way I was raised was like, see, si you're scared, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you've heard that my mother no. say that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing is going to come for you until he wants it to come for you, and that doesn't mean you don't believe in yourself. But like, I can't just like in the moments that I want to quit and give up, I have something to pray. Happens. But something happens to make something- me not. Right, exactly. So it was so like, where it does just, that come from? Thank you. Like something is happening yeah, bigger than me. That's how I me. take it. Yeah, that's how I take it's it. It's bigger than mm-hmm. me. It's bigger than you. And I mean, you could call it being self-conscious and like not confident in yourself. But I also feel like when something good does happen or when something bad happens, it's, it's him. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, it's hard to explain. It's hard it's to explain. It's not because I get it. <laughs> I know. I no, I'm, trying, I'm talking to Ant. Like, no, so yeah, like, sometimes like, it's, it's not like, always. Yeah. I mean, and, and this is just our belief, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't operate that right, way. Right, so right. it's hard to kind of like, come. Mm-hmm. we're not trying to convince you, but it's hard to try to like get you to understand where we're coming from. Because it's not always you don't have faith. Sometimes you just need strength. Yeah. Sometimes you really can't take it anymore. You're stressed mm-hmm. out with other things. Or yeah, maybe at that moment you do have a hard time believing that you can accomplish it. Mm-hmm. So you need the prayer. You need the strength. You I need someone feel, to look to. I just have seen, and I haven't seen anything extraordinary. Don't get me wrong. Right. I have not seen an angel before. I have not seen, right. but straight up, I'll be broke. Then I pull up to the store, 645 before work, and I don't realize that I'm broke yet. I'm like, I wake up at six in the morning and I'm like, oh shit, I don't got it. And it's happened that it just, I ordered my sandwich already. And I go to the guy and he's like, no, it's all right. Who is yeah, this? Come on. come on, bro. Come on. Like, who come did that? On. Who did that? Like, that's God. How? Multiple times? Yeah, that's God. I don't care. Like, <laughs> multiple fuck. times, like, yo, don't worry, I got you. Like, like how? Like, that's a miracle. That's a miracle to me. Feel me like that. Somebody who don't know me from a hole in the wall. So, like, how? How? Like, even just day-to-day basis, just your health. Just, 
like so much negative shit happens in the world that like in my day to day like interaction with the universe, just that those things have not happened to me is just like I just feel like that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, just just even like giving birth to two like beautiful kids and and so many complications happen. Mm-hmm. So many things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was able to do that is just that's a miracle to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, waking up in the morning, that's a miracle to me. Mm-hmm. I could wake God forbid, I could wake up tomorrow and not wake up. Like right, right, right. I feel like that's a miracle. So I just I just see him in a lot of things. And that's why I can't bring myself because I've gotten to that point that I'm like, mm, I don't know. I get to that point Are too. Are you up there? I, I get to know. that point too. But then I get smacked in the face. There you go. You hungry? Like, bitch, don't play with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fucking play with don't me. Play you know with I'm it. here. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> but then you see, I think we got to be careful with that too because it's like, it's easy to be like, when something good happens to you, oh, there's a God, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. look at all the good. Mm-hmm. But to keep that same attitude when things don't go well for you. Right. right. That's the tricky part. Mm -hmm. That's when you start questioning. And I feel like that's our own selfishness or that's our own like entitlement. Mm -hmm. Like I deserve the good things. So why am I not getting the good thing? Oh, so then you must not exist. Right. Because I got all the bad that's happening Mm -hmm. to me or the bad that's happening to the people around me. So you're not real. And it's in that in those moments that we got to for me as a Mm -hmm. believer, because not everybody believes and that's fine. But I have to remind myself like, girl. Relax. Mm-hmm. There's still a plan here, and you just gotta roll with the punches. Cause not everything is gonna be right. Mm-hmm. Even in a regular relationship, not everything is gonna flow and be perfect. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Tangent. Woo! I was like, oh, <laughs> how did we lot. get there? I don't even know. What was the question? Ouija boards, bitch. Wow. <laughs> From that to God, I blame you. I blame you. Um, <laughs> no, but it's all good. We're almost done anyway. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about friendships. Okay, yeah. Okay. And um, how when we get older, friendships, they change. They shift. We drift or disappear. apart. <laughs> disappear completely. <laughs> and... <laughs> All right. So I was going to tell a story. I don't know if I should tell this story now. You could, but if you don't want to... I'm just going to say... I'm going to say this. I'm going through, I feel like I'm going through a drifting, like a drifting relationship with someone that mm-hmm. was, that was my best friend. And for the first time, I don't care to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually so at peace with it, not uh, remaining a friendship anymore that I don't want to have one more conversation. I don't want to try to figure out where we went wrong or what I could have done or where she could have done. I am so fine with just leaving it alone and just keeping it real cordial and cute. Like, hey, what's up? Oh, you good? You chilling? I bet. Cool. No beef, no drama, no argument. Just While we're on the subject, uh-huh. okay. How did you feel when we went months without speaking? See, it's different with how? you. It's so different with you because we because so solid. Like, like, I, no, I feel you, but it's just I, just, I just feel like it's happened so much. That is like, how could you not believe because that I, that can happen? Because God someone doesn't else. want us to stop. All right, all right, all right. No, you know why? Because like, what's the difference? The difference with you is that, damn. The difference with you is that you've never given me a reason to question oh. our friendship. Okay, okay, okay. You've never given me a reason to think, yo, Tony don't really fuck with me. Mm. Tony's a hand ass bitch. Tony's malicious. Okay, Tony okay, doesn't okay, have my okay, best. Okay. You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah, have my yeah. best interests at heart. You've yeah. never. I've never. We've never really been at odds. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. for me, 
it's like just like how they say like when you're in a relationship and like your partner doesn't text you right away how with one person that could give you anxiety because that person just makes you anxious they never put you at peace they never reassure you whereas another person you could go hours because it's a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. they give you reassurance there's no anxiety it's the same thing with i feel like with me and you like even if we go months without speaking, I never feel like, yo, is Tony mad at me? Yo, is she hating on me? Like, she hasn't liked my pictures. or she ha-. Like, I don't think that way with you. Mm-hmm. So. I got it. Yeah, like, okay. I just feel like. But now, I think I was really trying to hold on to a certain friendship. Mm-hmm. And now that I look back, I'm like, well, why? Like, I don't really benefit from having this person in my life anymore. I feel like it's more stressful to try to always, like, figure out what I'm doing wrong or what they're doing wrong. And, well, she said this, but why did she say that? Like, doesn't she realize that that hurts my feelings? Like, why do I? I don't want to keep doing that. I feel like I shouldn't have to keep questioning the friendships that I keep around me. At this point, whoever's around is around, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. When you get into a relationship with someone, with a, like, for you guys, a man, yeah. And the relationship started off with, like, one person cheating on the other. So start off like with a bad right. thing. Like, yeah. Versus where it started off good, everything was good. So you guys' relationship started when you guys were young friends and developed mm-hmm. and knew each other in a more peaceful um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person that you were friends with, when you guys developed that friendship, it was at a toxic point in you guys' mm-hmm. life. Maybe you two are just not in that same mental space where you right. were. And that's really what strengthening your relationship your ability to connect over that since you're both more peaceful now or just not where you were then that's why you're just a little bit more it could dis- be that connection distant. could be lost connection, connection yeah. is different there you know because mm-hmm. y'all fed off of that of each other even though that. yeah and i feel like that de- definitely because now you know the focus is different for both of us like you just you're yeah. just apart you don't even have like the same common interests anymore and then that's fine. So I don't, that's what, that's the thing too. Like, I don't even want to like, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm just very like about, because that, so now I'm going to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and she knows I've had like several like different circles of friends and girlfriends, boyfriends or whatever. And it's just over time. I don't know if it's age, people go through stuff. I don't know if it's me, if it's them. I don't know. But it's just we're spending less and less time, mm-hmm. you know, more and more calls are being missed. You know, it just happens like so. But I'm just very skeptical to saying like the friendship is over. I just also kind of think people going through stuff and the love is there. Yeah. It's just right now, you know. We're just getting older and people focusing on different things. Like, you know, we're getting older and with those groups of friends, it was like, oh, let's go get lit. Right. Or let's Mm -hmm. go take a trip. Let's take Mm -hmm. a girl's trip or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you know, we're getting older. Like, people don't want to do that. So, you know, I'm just on the type of time that it's like, you know, if you pick up, you pick up. If I don't pick up, I don't pick up. But if I see you in the street, like, it's all love. Like, hey, how you been? Like, I miss you or whatever. But... I don't know. I'm just very eh, about oh it's over, like using yeah. that. <laughs> I'm so ready terminology. for it. I don't got like for me. I'm just like a all or nothing person, and so I just feel like if you just kind of taking up space with my friendships, I want to water them. Mm-hmm. 
I want to be there. I want to mm-hmm. spend time. I want to talk to real, you. Real, real. Real time. Presence. Presence. Um, But then I think about my friendship with you, and we did go months without. We would we would do that. Now we talk the most because we have this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. again, I just feel like that's always, from when we were little, we were kind of like that. Yeah, Even yeah. in high school, we were like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. to me, I'm just used to that being our dynamic. But if we were the type of friends who spoke every single day, and then we stopped. I would feel away. Okay, yeah, yeah. Our dynamic is different. Away. Yeah, it's not to be. Yeah, it's hard to compare because the dynamic is different. Yeah. And also, like I said, like there are friendships now that I am realizing that now that you know I'm accomplishing things or things are going better for me, or even when I wasn't even doing the pod, other little accomplishments, I never felt the true support. I never felt like the real like the way I show up for you when good things happen for you or whenever you need me. Call me, I'm there. Well, now when it's me, I don't get that same energy. So it's mm-hmm. like, but I'm always there for you. You've never really been there for me. I could count on one hand how many times you've actually been there for me. So what am I really? That's that's kind of more so what I'm talking about too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm I good. guess it just depends on the dynamic of the relationship, yeah. you know. But I'm getting too old. <laughs> I don't want to even try to fight for it anymore. I'm good. Um, I wanted to talk about what you were, you had mentioned this. Oh, this was the argument that Anthony got into. Anthony and I, the, um, I feel like we spoke about it though. Oh, on Instagram when we was all chatting. uh, Oh no, this one, this one. one. Wait 90 days before you have sex. If I said, okay, then you need to wait 90 days before he takes you out on a date. You need to wait 90 days before he spends a single dollar on you. You need to go ahead and talk to him every day or however often for 90 days before he decides to invest in you as you are going to be invested in him. For a man to vet you, it is the standard to spend money, okay? For me to get your time, I have to spend money somewhere Most in most cases. I got to take you on a Capitol Grill. That's going to cost money. I got to take you at a place that you deem is valuable for you to sit at. Right, which is going to cost me money instead of saying, hey, you know what? The realistic thing is, if we just sat here and talked to each other for 90 days, and I'm like, okay, cool. If I FaceTime you, I can't FaceTime you more than, you know, once or twice a week unless I had actually started to invest money in you for 90 days. I'm wrong. So I'm not saying that your box is in exchange for money. What I'm saying is that for me to actually get your time, I have to spend money. But yeah, I can spend you money and get your time, but never get nothing out of it is not fair to a man. I really like the guy's reactions in this Ooh, video. That shit was their hilarious. Faces, hilarious. They're like, yo. Honestly, I don't really like a lot of things he be saying in general, but he ate with that one. I liked it. I never thought about it that way. But um We argued. No, not about this one, the okay. other one. It was but different, different one. We good. I was going to say, damn, I don't remember arguing. Nah, 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 no, 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 no. I agree. So, I had never heard a man like talk about it that way. But the only reason why I never heard a man speak about it that way is because like I said, like a lot of men take pride in showing up for you financially because they feel like that's their role and that's how they have to show up. Yeah. So they would just, most men, they would just take you out and that's it. It's not, no, because most men never had the looks to get a woman when they were younger and when they got older, that's all they have. (laughs) That's their game. Is that always the case? Yeah. Not always. Yeah. It's a man's perspective. <laughs> you can okay. tell. You can tell the dudes that mm-hmm. got women when they were younger and before they had got money and shit like that. I can agree and then with the that. And the ones that got then. older. And but even if it's the not ugly a fancy guys, date, the ugly though. guys, no offense, the ugly guys be trying a little harder to flash. 
And even in comparison to the really cute guys who know they cute because they could just pull up like, hey, what's good? Like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and yeah. even some who are attractive now as they got older, you can tell the ones that maybe weren't. They mm-hmm. were late bloomers and, it, mm-hmm. and they still act like that way. The only thing I didn't like about the post was that I feel like he's speaking on like a particular type of woman. Because for me, like I've never anytime I've ever went on a first date with someone, I always came with my breath and I always make it a point like I don't want him to think he needs to pay for this, I whip, I take out the money. Like, and I start counting it in front of him to show that I, now whether or not he says like, oh no, it's okay or not, that's on him. And, and, and it's gone either way. It's been like, oh yeah, sure. You could pay what you want or if you don't mm-hmm. want to, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Or no, don't worry, I got it. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like that's not taking it, that's not taking like, I feel like my section of women into account. You know what I'm okay, saying? I feel you. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. What you're because not mm-hmm. all women expect to do to to have that and done. Also, like I don't expect that for that to be done. Like yeah, and I don't think that it always has to be an expensive date either. Like okay, Anthony, you are gonna take a girl that you like and you mm-hmm. start dating. You are gonna take her on a date though. You're not gonna say you know what? No, let's wait ninety days before I take you out. No, but see what he is saying that the woman that is saying wait, I'm waiting ninety days before I sleep with you. Mm-hmm. This is the expectation. Like you're setting this. Wow, you do all these things while for you, me. While I Got while it. I'm doing all this, going above and beyond. Not mm-hmm. saying that just because I take you on a date means right. you should have sex with me. Right. Because that's not mm-hmm. what the thing is. But it's like, okay, you're making me wait to get to know me. So but it's like I'm investing yeah. some money and some time into this. He but I'm not commitment. getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's invest in let's spend this time together, but let's not invest all like my money into this right. as well. Right. I can wait before now I'm splurging on you because that's what I have to offer you. You have to offer me your body. I have to offer you my money. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're offering each other. That's what he's kind of saying. So that's the yeah. trade. Honestly, if a guy was to tell me that, that's kind of hot. <laughs> no, like I actually, I fucked with that because I'm like, I've never ever heard a guy say that before. So that's like a real like fresh take on dating because it is true. Like guys will pull out all the stops, but like women don't even really be. Listen, when I was on Hinge and I was dating, I was not interested in any. I just wanted the meal. I did not give a fuck. I think that would have been a good way to even like weed me out. Like I'm just saying, like it is a smart thing for men to do because there are a lot of women too. It's not just men who be wasting women's time. We be wasting their time too. And I've said yes to a lot of dates that I had no interest in being on. Just for the vibe, just for the experience, just, oh, that's a dope restaurant. I wasn't shit, and it is what it is. I think that is a great way to weed out the women who genuinely want to build a connection with someone versus the women who just want the vibe. Yeah. So I thought that that was cool. But then in those 90 days, what can, what do you expect the women to do then, I guess is my question. Well, that's the stuff that he mentioned. Like, I feel like if he's going to be committing i guess financially or whatever we need to show our commitment like are you there for him are you speaking to him that, that's what he was mentioning like how are we showing our commitment mm-hmm. okay you don't have to show it sexually so show it in a different way mm-hmm. and that's the challenge like you know you're gonna take him out that is a challenge as women because we're you're so gonna... used to just sitting down and being cute and letting the man take initiative and kind of dictate how we're going to behave in this in this. That's dynamic. why they say pussy is power all the time. Or you're making this man earn your body. Shit, earn my money. Yeah, right. But then how? That I'm genuinely asking because I don't feel like a lot of women know. Right, how. right, right. Because we're not used to that being said to us. But I think that got to be answered by the guy, but right? But it's also like, what like, 
like kind of like the conversations. Why, like, why can't we go? We could do other things, but let's have conversations and stuff. If, mm. if we're waiting, like that's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, let's, anyway. let's get we're to know each conversations. other. Conversations. Are you gonna complain if we just go on more of like an inexpensive date now? Mm-hmm. And I don't take you to some five star restaurant. Right. You know a what I mean? Sandwich and a walk in the park. Type Something shit. like that. Yeah, is that gonna cute. not be up to your standards? So you're not yeah. giving me the pussy because this nigga ain't trick. Essentially, you know what I mean. Which is so, a lot of what dating is now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm paying for pussy, so you might as well just give it to me. Essentially, right? Yeah. All right, um, Tony, you're gonna do the last topic for us, okay? Because this is we're getting into our something to think about segment, okay? And we were talking about the blame game, and how you are now regaining like control over the decisions in your life, right? So I guess you could just kick it off. Say my spiel. Yeah, say your spiel. Okay. So blame game regaining control. Okay. So I feel like in my life, um, especially within my relationships, I'm always like, oh, it didn't work out because of them or because of someone, something that someone said. But I, I am learning as I get older and relationships are, like we mentioned, like, you know, filtering themselves out. Okay, but you are part of all these relationships. So how can you... So I do feel like, you know, as we've spoken previously about forming those barriers, boundaries rather, um, in relationships in your life that like I need to take responsibility for forming those boundaries with people in my life. Because when I don't form boundaries, I don't set expectations. And when they don't commit to, to, you know, imaginary expectations, I can't hold them accountable. So, yeah, yeah, I just need to be better at that. Like just making better decisions about what I want in my life and just doing what the fuck I want to do and not worrying yeah. about repercussions all the time. Cause I feel like I'm always, Oh, but he's going to say this and she's going to say that. And you know, that there's going to be friction. I'm always like, no, I don't want friction type thing. But no, no. welcome the friction. Yeah. If there's, she friction- wants all the smoke, <laughs> <laughs> all the smoke. No, yeah. I think that goes back to what we were talking about with Wyan, like setting the intention. Like, what is your intention? What do you want out of every situation in your life? Like, for the one that I said, I just want peace right now. Right. So any situation that is not in alignment with me just having peace, then I don't want to deal with it. Fuck you, kiss my ass. And I think once you make that clear in your life, like... It's easier to, like, just say no to things. It's easier to have the boundaries. And people know exactly where they stand with you, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And everything else is on them because you're following your intentions. Exactly. And then just to dig a little deeper, like we were spoken about, we were talking about on the phone, that I feel like as a mother, I've lost, like, a little bit of myself, which is natural. It happens. But it's my responsibility to find and recreate myself and find out who is Mama Tony now Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm still like on that journey, but it's my duty to show prioritization like in my home, like to my partner, like, no, I need to do this. Yeah. And I need to commit to this. And like I have an active partner in my life. So like. What, what the fuck you think is going to happen? Like, right. wait, he's not going to just leave the kid. Like, no, right. he's going to take care of the kids. He's going to do what the fuck he has to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to help me figure it out. And I'm going to go do what the fuck I need to do. Like, that's it. Like. <laughs> and that is the episode. Because, like, that was fucking great. Um, How you feeling? We're feeling good. Okay, I'm feeling a little lit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yo, what? It, yo, like. It hit me at the end there. It's actually good, and it has, like, a fruitiness to it. It That's really hitting me. And I just keep wanting to drink because it tastes mad good. But anyway, 
Um, thank you for joining us on another episode. Like always, like, share, comment, subscribe. Also, we need to start talking about the fact that we're going to have a pop-up shop in July. Yes. We're going to have a pop-up shop event. Different vendors, um, entertainment, DJs, tattoos, all the things. So if you guys have a small business that you would like to bring product for, entertain, bring, sell, whatever, just let us know. Yes, DM Tony. You could DM mm-hmm. Anthony or me. DM the pod page. Yes. Um, flyers will be out soon. All the information will be out soon. So, yeah, that's it. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>